Okay, good morning. Today's class is the Unishma Yachmil Diana Magadaya Sian Benema, Rufushalema, Harusham Binyamina, Harbdaniel Bensara, the Shev Mughal, the Shev Halayer, Mir Tuva Minchaya, Reina Babahia. Success in Yashamayim Belisheva Banava, Kadiel Belisheva, Emmet Belisheva, Shefa Belisheva, Reina Makoto Basha. Also sponsored by, the whole month is sponsored by Yukutel Yehuda Morchai for a soulmate and success. Also anonymous for light clarity and mazal for Devorah, Batsara and family. Please remember the live event is going to be in, um, the Park East event is going to be on August 24th. And that is with Gary Newman in Manhattan, Park East. Okay, today's class, we're going to talk about lesson 46 in the second half of Lukutimaran, which talks about <coughs> having this concept of Meniyotamoach. Meniyotamoach means obstacles in the mind. Nachman's practical advice on how to deal with the obstacles in the mind. And one thing about, we speak many, many times about the concept of obstacles and how we have to constantly work on trying to unite the heart and the mind together. These 21 days, obviously, where God's name is hidden and there's a tremendous amount of obstacles in general. So now, more, more than so now, than anything where you've had obstacles before, these 21 days just magnify these obstacles three times. <laughs> so whatever you had before with your obstacles, just imagine times three. And this is the, the constriction that we're in. And just in anything in life, where you get squeezed in life, the, the whole point of you getting squeezed like olives, get squeezed, olive oil comes out. And this is a, a tremendous amount of squeezing going on. And Rav Nachman says in Lesson 46, and when I, when I say a practical prayer on this, because remember, there are certain things in life that it, it, positive thinking is just not going to work in certain times. When, there's, when you know, you're in a dark room, you, you have to, it's more of a cry for help. Self-sacrifice is something that each, each person has to do each hour and each day. Okay, for, for, for example, today we don't have sacrifices, right? Back then they had sacrifices. Today, sacrificing today is practically praying. Dealing with the mental confusion of praying. Putting 20 minutes in, 30 minutes in. Today is a sacrifice. A person to sit by himself, talk to his creator for 30 minutes, it's absolutely a sacrifice. It's, there's no question. You don't feel like it. You're not in the mood. You're tired. You don't know what to say. You know, your head's here. Your, your mind is in China. You're worried about business. You're, you're worried about your marriage. What's going to happen there? Is it going to last, you know, longer than, you know, what's happening? There's nothing but nothing in the world but obstacles that are happening everywhere. You look at the economy, what's happening with this, what's happening. There's nowhere else to, to, to turn to but to recognize that these are obstacles are created in order for us to recognize that God's behind them. And this is extremely important as me, myself, in these past few days, and getting major blocks in mental blocks that are happening. And, and I have to, and I, and so, okay, what do I need to do? I need to work on more and more breaking these, breaking these walls. We're going, to talk, we're going to tell you on a practical story from, from, from the Baal Shem Tov on how, how he broke obstacles. And it's, it's something there where you, you need to understand that it's not, nothing's wrong with you, you're not depressed, it's just at the point of time. These are situations that we're going to go through. Because remember, there's a, there's a Kabbalistic concept in anything in life that before you get to a new higher level, you must reach, the, you must pass these levels. 
And these are exactly the, the other side does not want you to reach these levels. Because remember, anytime you rise from a level, you have to have these, these mental confusions. So the whole key is we, when, when we don't understand ourselves what the hell's going on, we have to connect at least to, to, to the tzaddikim who, who have who've had these similar issues. And they've seemed to pass it. So we can just pretty much follow what they're doing. And pretty much, that's it. Keep it simple. And that's exactly what we need to do. We need to know when to shut the mind off. And we need to know when to, oh, when to really, really cry out. Soul sacrifice, from Nachman says, is something that we have to do. Getting up, everything, everything that you could see the sacrifice that we have to, and, and again, when you sacrifice, you'll be happier in general. As it says, an example of this is giving money to charity, giving money to, to any, it's all of this. These are all sacrifices. Shalom Bay today is, what are you willing to sacrifice for your marriage? That's not the question, is whether you're not, whether you not have peace today in your life, is how much you are willing to sacrifice for that. How much you're willing to let go, how much you're willing to make your partner number one in your life? That's a sacrifice. There's, there's no, there's not, not impossible today to have marital peace without some form of sacrifice. If they are, it's not possible. It's not possible because anything that has a vessel requires sacrifice. Just you need to understand that. The same is true, Rabbi Nachman says, of, of prayer. It takes great struggle and it, and it, and it creates a tremendous mental maniot. And takes great battles and etc. Or anything good that you have to do in, 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 to reach your creator. For example, he talks about, especially once traveling to Uman, traveling the obstacles people had. And I remember myself, I, me, I'm, I'm pretty all in. And I said, Rabbi, I don't know if I'm going to go this year. And he screamed at me. And he screamed at me. He says, what, what the hell's wrong with you? You speak about this, but somehow at that time, there was a blockage that came over me. And the war, the this, the that. And, and, and thank God he helped me overcome that obstacle. But I did have that obstacle. So we do have these obstacles constantly. We have obstacles in our marriage. We have obstacles in, in, our, in, our, in our work. We have obstacles in, in with children. And these obstacles, you have to understand who's behind the obstacle. <laughs> the whole point is it's God behind the obstacle. So we, if we think it's not God behind the obstacle, then we freak out. But if we know it's God behind the obstacle, then it's a whole different story. And that's really, really where you got to get a grip and, and be all in. And Rabbi Nachman says, no, each obstacle that a person has is only what he can handle. It's only what he's willing to, what he can handle. It's not the situation that's bad. It's, it's the meaning that situa- we give the situation. It's our emotions about the situations. It's our thoughts about our thoughts that is the problem. It's not the, it's not the situation itself. And no, each obstacles are only according to what he can handle, according to what he can endure, and according to what he can handle, provided that he wants to. So great people are going to have great challenges. Listen, if you work at a bank teller, your worst day could be you gave the wrong change to somebody. Okay, that's your obstacle. You know, if you're, you know... Selling cook, Girl Scout cookies, okay, you gave them a, a mint one instead of a strawberry one. Yeah, that's your obstacle. But if you're doing something to shake up heavens, if you're doing something to get married, to produce children, if you're doing something to give charity or something positive in the world, the other side cannot handle it. They can't handle good. As long as you're doing nothing, they'll leave you alone. 
they will leave you alone. There's no Yetzirah at GameStop. If you go to GameStop, there will be no resistance there. There's no Yetzirah, you can walk in, you can walk out. There's no problem, they'll give you coupons, lifetime memberships, do what you want. They don't bother you there. But the minute you want to start waking up and doing something productive in your life, here comes the obstacles. But God's, God's behind them. Why? Why are these obstacles? Because we, we underestimate that we are supposed to yearn all day long. We're supposed to be yearning creatures. We're supposed to be creatures that constantly are, are crying out and, and yearning for spirituality. I don't know if that's happening today, but the yearning itself breaks all of this. And, that, and that's why we, when we're getting situations in life, we're just not yearning it enough. And, and I can tell myself, I can see for myself, am I putting in enough effort? Sometimes it is, it is extremely exhausting. Because we, we're, we're, we, we don't want to, we want to control the situation. We want to control other people. And we're trying to manipulate heaven. And, and, and you have to know how to do this. And the way to do this is, is, is crying out for help. When you cry out for help, you're not, it's whatever's best for you at that moment. So Reb Nachman's telling us here, what should a person do is he, is he have these obstacles. And he says, well, even the greatest or the greatest obstacle is the obstacle of the mind, where your intellect is divided concerning God. When your heart and your, and your intellect is divided. Because then pretty much you're, you're, you know, you're, not, you're, you're half in. So anything that happens, it becomes much heavier. It, you, know, you, you have a situation, you're in a marriage, where you, you don't even know if this is the right person for you. And then you have an obstacle that makes things ten times worse. Because number one issue is, should I be with this person? Second, is this worth the struggle? So that's a double headache. One thing is if you love the person to death and, and this, is my, this is my soulmate and, and we're going to do whatever we're going to do, the obstacles come, we'll handle them together. But whether or not, should I even be married to this person? Should I even be with this person? And then I have the headache also. You can imagine what, what kind of obstacle that is. And that's a serious obstacle that we have to at least, our job is to at least align ourselves in this area, of at least align ourselves with our heart is, divide, is, is connected, with our heart and mind. Is and the way you do this is, is having emotional prayers. When you have emotional prayers, when you have a real emotional prayer, when you cry out, when you, when you speak to your Creator at, at, with, with that warmth and with that brokenness, that's how you can connect this back. That's why there's no greater prayer than a prayer of a broken heart. Because a broken heart, that person is, is there. It's, he's, he's crying out out of real brokenness. Versus, I don't know what to say. That's confusion. But a broken heart means I'm, I'm, I, I'm lost. And when I, when, I give, when I give you guys a sample prayer. And the same, the same is true initially of obstacles of prayer. When a person overcomes them, but if his heart is twisted... This is the greatest obstacle at all, when our heart becomes twisted. We were advised, Rav Nachman advised his students, not to dwell with any form of philosophy, not to have anything to do with these, with these books on philosophy, because what they could do is they can create tremendous amounts of questions concerning God. Does God exist? Oh, these Freud theories, and these, you know, these theories from these... So it, it could screw up your mind because it could leave you with the residue of a lot of a lot of questions and a lot of many out. Already you have already many out. Already you have these obstacles. 
But when you start reading these things, it just makes you start questioning things. I'm not telling you not to be an intellectual, God forbid, but you have to know, just like a sukkah, a sukkah could be as wide as possible. You could know as much as you can in life, but it could only be a certain height. That means you have to stay grounded. Nothing tells us you can, you can build a sukkah as wide as possible. Sukkah is your mind, by the way. The sukkah represents our mind. The, 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 the top represents, has to be made of wood. It has to be made of uh, something uh, made from the ground to keep you humble. Your knowledge could be extremely w- well-versed, but you must be humble. But if you start thinking, start playing God and thinking you know better and this and this, this creates even more and more obstacles. And unfortunately, what, one of the things that causes that is a immorality in, in, the, in the sexual or, organ that causes, breaches, the, the, breaches the, the three parts of your brain, Chachma, Bina, and Dat, and that causes your theories to just be completely whacked out. Just look at the media today to see enough of these whacked out ideas of what's happening. But this is where we, we've come to. We've come to almost these obstacles. So Reb Nachman says that the word, my heart surrounds me. And there's a psalm that says in Psalms 38, and it says when a person's heart is crooked and is surrounded, he's got questions, what should he do? He should cry out. He has to cry out loudly from the heart to his Father in heaven, God will hear his voice and turn into his cry. And Reb Nachman tells us that God heard his voice. And if you take the word for a, for a question in Hebrew, which is a kusha, is a question, it's the same name. It says, it's the same, it, the, that the, each letter represents the, the name, Shema Adonai Koli Yekra. Oh God, hear my voice when I cry out. So think about it. Every time you have a question, you should say, Kusha means I need to start crying out. The fact that I got to the Kusha, the fact that I got to the question, the fact that I start, got to the doubts, is because teaching me that my mind and my heart are extremely, extremely, very, very far away from each other. That's how the questions start. If you're, if you're, if you're all in, you don't have questions. You recognize the darkness and you, gotta, and you, and you, take, you, you have that courage. But questions make you go into retreat. And they, and, they, and they block your intellect, and most importantly. So Reb Nachman's saying here that, and he takes a beautiful, beautiful um, story. This is the story of the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov had a story about a king who plays, who had a great treasure in a certain place, and he, had, and, and he created an illusion of many, many walls. So basically people wanted to come to this treasure, but they had, there was like seven or eight walls to get there. Right? When people approached these walls, it seemed to these walls were very real, and they were extremely difficult to breach. A few broke further, some broke some of them, a few broke the rest, and finally there was one guy who arrived, and they asked him, How, how'd you get here? How'd you get through all these walls? And we know what he said? I knew all these walls were nothing but an illusion. And there was not, there weren't really walls at all. It was all in my mind. He proceeded confidently and passed through these walls. So basically, these, these, these walls are really walls that we put up. Fear makes you put walls up. Anytime you see you have that hesitation, the resistance, 
it's a, it's an you're you're putting up that wall. By the way, we've always said that people are are lonely in life because they put walls instead of putting bridges. We put a bridge. We need to get to the we need to get to the castle. We need to get to the castle. We need to put a bridge. We need to have the courage to put a bridge, not have the fear to put a wall. Wall just all the walls do is protect the ego. But we put these walls up. I myself put walls up in certain areas of my life where I don't feel like approaching at this moment. I put walls up. It's easier to put up a wall, make up an excuse, and that's it. it seems simple. The only problem with having these walls is there's a price for imprisonment because now you're imprisoned to that thing and you can't break it now. So these, these walls, one thing is to put a boundary. Another thing is to put a wall. And walls are, we, we put walls when we have fears. You know, we, we, you know, we put up, we, we, we don't want to get married. Oh, that person's not religious enough for me. Oh, that person is not this for me. You understand? We put up a wall. Even though we know that people are going to change anyway. And what happens when we have walls in marriage? We have resentment. But that's, we have to understand that God's behind the walls. And walls is not the answer. We need to break through these walls. We need to understand that God's in them. And we look at these walls much bigger than they are. At the end of the day, they're just illusions. And you'll recognize that when you pray. Now let's talk about, let, let, let's, let's see the sample prayer. <coughs> so imagine learning this lesson, and now you've got to take this lesson, and now you've got to turn it into speech. Remember, everything in life has to go through thought, speech, and action. Correct? So if I just, I have a, we just learned, we learned the Torah on how to be resilient. Okay? Now we need to bring it into speech. Because remember, speaking takes the idea and makes it, in, draws it down into the heart. This is extremely beneficial. Rabbi Nachman always spoke about that we should always pray after we learn something. Because the, our job, if we, if we just learn something, there's a potential that it can just stay in our mind. But when we take the concept and the knowledge and we, and we speak it and we talk about it and, we, and we, 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 we show a desire to fulfill that specific thing, that actually becomes now actions. Understand? So it's extremely important, even if you listen to a podcast, write some notes about it, write the highlights that you like about the podcast, and that should be part of your Hizbah to do the next morning. Because you want to, or you, there's an idea that really resonates with you. That really hits a nerve. Okay? That's the area where you have to go talk about. If something resonates you, it's pretty much like a pressure point on a massage. You know, there's certain pressure points that it releases. You know, there's certain times you get a massage and certain pressure points release a lot more than others. And that pressure point that needs to be released is a pressure point in your life that needs attention. So here's the prayer that he says. He says, My soul yearns to exhaust, for exhaustion to the courtyards of God. My heart and flesh sing out to you. My flesh and heart of it have all but expired. I, I, I cry out to you, Master of the world, who are filled with compassion. Let me understand that, you, that every single obstacle that you've given us, these obstacles appear like walls, irons, rushing rivers, streams of fires. They surround us and they surround me all day long. Because of my multiple of obstacles, I have been distanced from you. 
and I have been and 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 I have not only have been distanced, but I've questioned you, and and I've and I've I've went into retreats. That's what he's practically saying here. But what can I do? My lack of awareness is so great that I stand so far. I'm able to do this. I'm lacking the awareness. I'm lacking the awareness to to understand what, what's happening here. But in truth, I know to some degree and believe with complete faith that I could break these. So this first thing you have to say. I lack the awareness to fix the problem, but I believe in myself that I could break it. See the combination? See how Ramnasan uses the both pullback and I can handle it. Nevertheless, they constantly are growing and growing and growing. Therefore, I come to you. You are filled with compassion. Grant me and guide me and teach me and give me awareness of what should I do every moment. May I truly come closer to you. May I pass by and... and and leap through all these obstacles. May I truly know and understand these obstacles are nothing more but an illusion, an image that that I've created in my own mind. May I nullify these obstacles, whether they're caused by others, whether they're obstacles of my own body, whether they're obstacles of my own habits. As a result, let me place my, my power in my heart to conquer my evil inclination and strengthen us. Remember, there's a Gemara that says that a person has an evil inclination that renews itself every single day. And if it's not for God's help, he, would, he couldn't make it. So here's the, the point is that you have this evil inclination that is, that is constantly upgrading itself. And if it's not for God, you couldn't, you couldn't save yourself. So our job is to ask for that help. Have compassion on me, save me and rescue me from these obstacles, doubts and confusion, and let me never question you. The obstacles of the mind are greater than any obstacle in the world. When a person's mind and heart are, are divided, that is the worst. Please, therefore, I have to come, I've come to you, I've cried out to you because my, you are my only hope. You, Hashem, have I cried out to you. Please save me, help me, and save me from any, every kind of question, doubt, confusion, obstacle, etc. May I strengthen myself over these obstacles and may never rely on a human being or let a human being define who I am, God forbid. I cry out to you, here I am for no other reason. And, and, the, and the prayer goes three, four, five other pages. But I'm just showing you the example of how importantly you learn something and then you really have to let it out. And that really makes the difference of getting, taking knowledge from applied, from potential knowledge to applied knowledge. You understand? Because the whole point is here, is, is, is these are the obstacles. I'm talking about the obstacle. I'm expressing the obstacle. I'm asking for the courage to, to get help from this obstacle. And now I feel I've done what I've had to do. Okay, now I can go into today. I've done what I had to do. And whatever happens, now I'm going to see obstacles and I'm going to see there's no walls in heaven. It's just in my own head. So you, you see the difference? This is the difference between just saying, mm, meditating all day long. And that's, that's not enough today. I'm sorry to tell it to you. It's wonderful. It'll keep you in the moment for, you know. Meditation calms you down. We need to elevate this. You understand? We need to sometimes change the tire, not just put air in the tire, just so we can get a little oxygen for a few hours. And just let them know there's certain issues that, that you, you, you really have to talk about these obstacles. So you can just see the, the sample of how you should be praying. And now you should talk about your obstacles. Talk about where your obstacles are particular. It could be at work. 
could be a coworker, it could be financially, it could be, it's always something, by the way. It's always something. And then ask, see, look at that obstacle as, as, a, as a cardboard wall. Pretend it's a cardboard wall. You thought it was a, a, a wall made out of cement, dirt, and just look at it now as a cardboard, cardboard wall. That it's just, it's just a cardboard. That's all we have to look at it. But it, it begins by going all in. Remember, what does courage mean? Courage means from the heart. Courage allows you to get past your ego. That means I'm doing it. I'm still afraid. I still have a little fear, but I'm doing it anyway. And that is really the beginning of momentum is having that courage. And saying, these obstacles are just all in my mind. They're all in my mind. That's what's extremely important. As soon as you wake up in the morning, that is a time to plant seeds of strength and courage, etc. Because if you go to sleep with problems and you wake up with problems and you carry them in the afternoon, you can drink plenty of coffee. You can listen to music all day long. But at the end of the day, they're not being elevated. They're not being dealt with. They're not being handled on a conscious level. So may Hashem help us all that we should all get through these 21 days of constraints, of obstacles, mental obstacles, more than anything, because we don't have the name of Yurke Vavke out there right now. We have the name of nothing but, nothing but hiddenness. There's nothing but hiddenness, just a lot of heat and a lot of hiddenness right now. And this is where you can get very irritable and pull the plug very quickly today. So may Hashem help us all that we should all have this courage to break these obstacles. Have a great day.